Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back. You didn't even want to put on your glasses. That, I didn't. That, that's how dedicated you are to establishing room tone. My sweater was making a rustling noise. Uh, well, if you rustle your sweater throughout the recording, then we're fine. <laughs> but if it, yeah, but if it's a one-off, then we're going to remove. I don't know what that would be, and that's not the audio experiment that I'm all that excited about. <laughs> Welcome back to the X Men Files, the podcast where four or five people on the planet Earth listen to the two of us talk yep. about <laughs> the X Men things every week. Yeah, yep. Bronze Age comics and some other stuff. Um, I'm going to say something. This is probably the only time that you're going to hear me say this on uh, on, on this podcast. I'm already excited. Um, I regret the Taco Bell. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is, I mean, you're... I'm you're, just, I'm like, I'm gobsmacked. <laughs> I know. I know. You should On this be. podcast and actually in my life. That's what, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> this podcast is sort of a window into our lives. <laughs> and uh, now people know that... This is the kind of, like, uh, before you go on hiatus in the middle of the season kind of reveals <laughs> that, uh, you know, people will be thinking about and chatting about all through January until we come back uh, for the uh, for the May sweeps. Right. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I regret the Taco Bell. Huh. Now. We had Taco Bell for lunch today. Yes. You should all know. <laughs> yeah. And ordinarily, I don't regret Taco Bell. And, look, we get it. It's a cliche. Um, listen to the Doughboys if you haven't already. Because the great podcast, yeah. way better than this one. <laughs> Stop listening to this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And when you're done, yeah. come if back. If you feel like coming back, that would be okay. nice. Yeah. Welcome back to <laughs> our podcast after you've just gotten done listening to uh, the Doughboys. Uh, they review chain restaurants. Uh, really awesome guys in Southern California, and they, they love Taco Bell. And one of the things that really just ticks them off is just the cliche, like you know. Make a run for the border, more like make a run for the shitter. <laughs> um, but, and again, I'll, I'll, I'll just say this. Yeah, today was the day, man. <laughs> just, Some regrets. Okay. Oh, God. Helping helping our daughter with a math homework. And then I said, I'm going to have to come right back. <laughs> <laughs> I need a taco break. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> reminds me of... Uh, yeah, the Tony Bourdain thing. He, he's he's in Chicago. He's some like weird chili dog called the mother-in-law, and like, oh, what do they call that? It's like, oh, you know, because it just it does a number on you. He's like, my mother-in-law might have done a lot of things, but <laughs> she never held me captive in a bathroom for forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was. So it's not just like 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 um, say to her daughter like like I, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to leave the table right now. <laughs> But then it was just like, it was just X number of minutes of less than 45, <laughs> but you know, several minutes of just regret. Oh yeah. I'm but sorry. I think, I think I'm, I think I'm back to even now. Right. Yeah. I always regret the Taco Bell, okay. but not like in a gastrointestinal sort of way. Well, you always regret it. Yeah. And it's just always, you know, you don't have to get, I mean, I know. you don't have to have, you know, when we do Mexicali math, you I know, but you're not going to make a special stop at Chipotle just for me. Oh, fuck no. No, I mean, because Chipotle... I mean, I'm eating peanut butter and jelly, and no, I'd rather eat Taco Bell than that, but... I will take 
occasional Taco Bell regret <laughs> over the bland, ineffective, pedestrian Chipotle. Whatever. All day long. Wait, did, we, we talked about this last week, didn't we? We did, sadly. <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> I think we had Chipotle last week. This is like the seasonal arc of Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes together. All these plot sad, threads sad finally, yeah. finally come together. Yeah. In, in uh, Brian just, just taking a wicked shit. Oh God! No, why would you say that to people? No, nobody's listening. I, nobody's but what listening. if they are? They wouldn't be. After what if they are? Gross. They don't know me. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I am ashamed of myself. <laughs> I regret the Taco Bell and the way that I described it. Jeez. Uh, anyway, oh, oh, I need to pull up the recap because I wrote the recap this week and where did it go Ooh, um why don't you provide some distraction while i pull up the recap uh distraction okay well i read done okay hold it up <laughs> good good okay what did you read i read this week's comic and well, it's not a distraction that's well, I mean, what that's whatever what look for. i don't work on like an improv situation <laughs> That's evident. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, mean, I, I believe. I you. can't just. Can't just. You, know, you can though. You're actually quite good at this. Always. Is one of the reasons why our marriage is so solid. I'm grumpy because, today. That's yeah. Uh, okay. Well, well, well I, I'm not going to try to interrogate that because yeah. I, you know, too risky. Let's dive. <laughs> no, no, maybe not in the way that you meant it. <laughs> you, yeah, you're, you're giggling a little yeah. in a little weird way. Um, I've got thoughts. Uh, maybe we'll talk about this. I don't know if it organically it'll come to it. I've got thoughts about Bill Cosby and Tim Allen later. Okay. okay. All right. Should I write that down? Nah. Okay. I'll write <laughs> nah. it down anyway. If it shows up organically. Um, actually, the way that it showed up for me is um, actually Joss Whedon, which which is yeah. a, a slightly organic thing. I was thinking about Joss Whedon, and then I was thinking about you know, other other creators where I have difficulty with the the art and the artist. Because the artist is an asshole. <laughs> like a well, we're, grade A asshole. Let's come like back to that. One of the mill artists. Let's asshole. dive into the recap because I, I, I can I can list for you many many uh, yeah, sure. problematic of artists whose creations I admire. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Following an iconic cover about which more later, we open on the rain-splashed streets of Tokyo, where the normal pace of urban life is about to be literally shattered. A couple of tops are being tossed out a window underneath the busy neon lights of the city. Inside, a mixture of Japanese and English lets us know that there's a new sheriff in town. We also learn that Rogue's skin and clothing is so tough that it can bend a knife, and also that Miller High Life is a high-proof bottled alcohol. I did not. Where did you see that? <laughs> uh, we'll point it out in a little bit. Okay. Um, actually, I can tell you, it's on that page. If you look in the like at the bar in the upper right-hand corner. Like the Miller High Life is in what looks like, <laughs> yeah, like a one liter, one and a half liter bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's funny. Okay, I did not yeah. notice that. All right, carry it on. looks it, it it looks like it's on a shelf next to the spirits. Yeah, the whiskey. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, it also that Miller High Life is a high proof bottled alcohol. Things get nasty, Wolverine. Things are already nasty. Meanwhile, Araro and Yukio are looking for help or a place to crash, but the Yakuza has already put the word out. All they'll get is trouble from a local street gang. Araro, though, seems sort of into the danger. <laughs> Wolverine and Rogue fly all over the security apparatus. Oh, not fly all over. Fly over all. <sighs> Try this again. Wolverine and Rogue fly over all the security apparatus to search for Nabatone. 
Wolverine crouches, but Rogue's casual mosey sets off a motion detector and a killer robot. Wolverine saves her only to have Rogue make an amorous slash violent advance. <laughs> it's momentarily awkward, but the tension is broken by the smell of a week old rotting corpse. <laughs> Yukio and Aurora beat the shit out of the local gang, Aurora resorting to striking someone with lightning in the process. She's crossed a moral threshold, but again, she's kind of into it. Back at the hospital, Paul Smith gives a master class on how to use static images to convey movement, tension, and the quick passage of time. Also, the poor saps guarding the X-Men get murdered. Rogue shoves six people at once out of a window, and Viper traffics in stale gender roles to motivate the hand to kill her. Uh, Viper, you're also a girl. Wolverine is still upstairs, where he confronts the Silver Samurai, and Smith continues to deliver the goods. Wolverine cuts deep, the Samurai cuts deeper, no quarter is asked, etc., etc. <laughs> Wolverine gains the upper hand by breaking the Samurai's arm. He's about to finish him when Yukio intervenes. That delay is long enough for Viper to appear and intervene Mariko's intervention with a gun pointed at the two of them. She fires, but Logan and Mariko are saved by Rogue, who stages yet another intervention, placing herself in the path of Viper's energy blast. Rogue nearly dies in the process, but is saved by Wolverine, who loans her his healing factor. All debts are settled. <laughs> a week later, Rico is happily looking forward to her wedding when she's greeted by a strange man. She goes lightheaded and drops her flowers. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Back at the gazebo, guests are arriving, and the social awkwardness ramps up to 11. Lelandra pulls a lightsaber on Madeline. Storm goes punk. Kitty cries. Madeline sees her first dragon, but it's only going to get worse. <laughs> Just before they take their vows, Mariko calls off the wedding, stating that Logan is not worthy. Worthy. Just like her dad did. Ouch. We close with Logan and Mariko going their separate ways, while an anachronistically dressed smoking man smiles. Logan? He sheds a single tear as the X-Men head to the airport. Presumably, a photographer and DJ are standing nearby, wondering <laughs> when they'll get to leave and whether they'll get paid for the day. Right. How do you know they're going to the airport? We don't. Uh, I just, just you know, like, like they're. I mean, like they don't live in Japan. <laughs> they're they're, they're going like, to be. <laughs> so you yeah. know, our flights are tomorrow, but we could probably get moved. Uh, <laughs> I'll I'll fly standby as long as I don't have to sit next to Aurora. <laughs> they probably flew on their own plane, so actually they they're still not going to the airport. But, yeah. There we have it. There you have it. What did we think? Heavy. It yes, it is. Heavy. I was very sad at the end. I was I was sad as well, and yeah. and uh, Logan also sad. I, I thought about trying to contrive some joke about um, whatever the name of the Native American and the uh, the anti pollution ads was. Do you remember this? You're over the age of forty five. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you remember this ad? I, do. I am over yeah, the age of forty five. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, um, the Native American shedding a single tear at, at all of the uh, all of the waste and refuse because the only way that we're going to get Americans to care about the environment is by shaming us in comparison to the Indians. <laughs> but the guy wasn't really Native American, right? He was Italian, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, it's like it's like. It's like Iron uh, Iron Eyes Cody or something like yeah. that, but he's actually Italian or something like that. Anyway, problematic, <laughs> you know, ethnically and racially, and also environmentally. It's just problematic. Um, but it, it, when I see like the single tear running down Logan's eye, that, like that's instantly what I think of, which kind of takes me out of it uh, for a minute. But but uh, yeah, it, it is it is it is heavy because Wolverine 
he came full circle, right? Well, not full circle, he came semicircle. He started off. He came diametrically <laughs> opposed to where he started. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 look look what it's got him. You know the the uh, you know the cost of being human is that you can be hurt like this, mm. and that's a bummer. That's heavy. Yeah. So is that it? Do we? You keep doing this. I know. Um, you're just going to have to read. I mean, I like, like I don't I just, know. I want to know. I, I, the fact Ahead of matter, time. The f- I like to oh, cheat. God. It's not even cheating. Well, well, cheating in some sense. I mean, you're ruining the possibility of being surprised by something. All right, don't tell me. Cool, I won't. But I, won't. I wonder if this is it. <laughs> that is a good thing to wonder. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who that man is. He's got... For a moment, I thought that it was... Um... He's got that weird, like, Corsair mustache. Corsair is out of um, his the disco, <laughs> yeah, the sci-fi disco outfit. <laughs> yes, I had, I, did I, I might not have written it down. I, 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 I'd forgotten about that. But, um, I actually reread this. Um, I, I didn't reread it this week. I read it at, like, 4.30 this morning because I uh, slept poorly. Uh, so I woke up at, at one point and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I might as well reread this. And I remember seeing Corsair, like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> He's dressed like He's a dressed like fucking a, human. Like a rel- yeah, like a re- reg- rel- regular person. Regulative person? <laughs> a regulative person. Yeah, yeah, it's like a regulative person. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I have two things yeah. that I want to talk about. I want to talk about Aurora and her sort of transformation. Yeah. Um, transformation into uh, like what somebody in 1983 thought that 1977 looked like. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing that I thought was actually just kind of funny was like they get there, uh, Lalandra pulls out her weapon on right. on, on her lightsaber, Madeline, yeah. right? And uh, there are all these, you know, this woman shows up with this weird mohawk. Uh, I mean, just just <laughs> Lalandra on her own, just right. like her own appearance her is like hair. kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I like that Madeline Pryor is like not freaked out until until the dragon until the dragon. <laughs> So, that's just that, like that's a step too far. Yeah, I was yeah. okay with being attacked by a sword, <laughs> right? Right. By this like incredibly weird looking lady, or right. you know, having someone show up in like some bizarre punk S and M costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but uh, <laughs> now that I've seen the dragon, I really need to know just precisely who are these people. <laughs> I weirdly, uh, I mean, I mean, y- y- you're correct, but 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 something about that, I, I find, I find. Charming and, and within the within the comics realm. Oh, and also Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's is night- there. Blue. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> plausible is the wrong word, but I, I do like it that finally it's like like okay, okay. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, like, I mean, she knows that Scott is mutant; that he's he can shoot beams right, out of his yeah, eyes. I guess she does know that. So she's she's already crossed a certain rubicon but but she's like so i i thought it was i thought that you being able to shoot energy beams out of your eyes was as weird as it's going to get but now i find, like <laughs> then that i got a little weirder then i got a little a weirder freaky ass iceberg <laughs> it's like now holy shit there's a dragon <laughs> right 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 <laughs> I thought that the woman in bondage was, gear. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that whole thing was uh, was kind of charming, and the way that Smith draws it is fantastic. Yeah. Um, doing a sight gag in a comic is, is actually not so easy. I mean, no, you, I other than it, like, like obvious stuff, like you know, puts you know, put put crazy shit in the background, but like like that kind of a thing that requires like timing. Yeah. Um. Uh. That's awesome. Yeah. No, th- those four panels where they're talking. Right. <laughs> Scott. Right. Yes, Mel. Um. I, I do have to give a shout out to uh, to Dave Sim, 
uh, of Cerebus. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a sight gag in Cerebus uh, 113. First time I read it, I laughed out loud. It's <laughs> silent. Like, like there's no dialogue, nothing. Right. And he does a thing. And it, it's just like, it's bang. It's it's like Chaplin-esque timing. Hmm. And it was just it was just lovely. Um, I, 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 I get such a charge when... Uh, when comics are able to do right, that. to succeed at that. Right. Yep. Yeah. And also, like, the scene of the hospital, which is just fantastic. Yeah, that uh, I wrote down. The has this yeah. really amazing cinematic quality. Yep. And, like, with editing uh, and everything, it's like, ah, this is just great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the scene in the hospital was, was really cool. So do we... Am I supposed to know who the man that Mariko was talking to is. If you have been reading uh, the X-Men since about 1978, yes. Okay. Was it the same guy that was in that like weird dream that Rogue had? Yes. Ah, okay. Yes. Okay. I'd like, forgotten all about the weird yeah, Rogue dream. The guy on the yes. horse and whatever. Okay. I don't think we knew his name. No. Okay. Um, and, and this is one... I'm uh, myself on the back for that. You, 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 <laughs> you get like 10, 10 nerd points for that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the use of this character is, uh, the character in Rogue's Dream and, and whatnot. Um, and, and this is a very, very canny use, a very, very smart use mm-hmm. of, uh, a Silver Age character and someone who's sort of in the background. Um, that character, I think, first appears in X-Men number three. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then is repurposed uh, in the uh, the Dark Phoenix saga, uh, which you've not read yet. Which I've not Even read yet. I gave yet. you I'm that sorry. for yes. Christmas. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're yes. fine. You're fine. Good heavens. Uh, I've got books that I got for Christmas like three years ago. <laughs> I, <haven't touched> it. <laughs> I uh, will read I'll it. I'll get around to yeah. it. Um, hopefully none of my relatives are listening to that. <laughs> right. Really, really awesome books. I mean, like, like, there's books that I buy that I don't get to. Yeah, I mean, I, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now behind Brian is a paper bag filled with books <laughs> that I bought for us uh, right. at the holidays that right. have not even come out of their bag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you've also got like two wrapped gifts on the uh, the shelf above me. Yeah, those are. F- I was going to give those to the girl, but then decided. Okay. Maybe she wasn't quite ready for them yet. Huh. Yep. Okay, I'm curious what they are. They're um, books. I mean, well, I know they're books. Yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> I can tell because of the shape. Yeah. It's a bottle. You reckon? <laughs> um, where were we? Okay, so so that villain. Um, what I love about it is, even if you have not, like, you don't need to have read X Men from. Number one through one hundred seventy-three, to know, right, to know, yeah, <laughs> uh, you, 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 not even just to know, like it'll pay off anyway. Right, right. Uh, if you have been reading for that long, mm-hmm. then you, you get this villain again, right, uh, in a way that is much deeper and richer than his first appearances in like nineteen sixty-three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so like twenty years later, and um, that's. One of the ways that Marvel Comics uh, continuity can play in its favor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you don't have to go to the bibliography. I mean, it, it, Marvel very famously has like the uh, the footnotes in the comics. They actually dialed that back a bit for the Bronze Age. Yeah. I, as, I'm rereading the not rereading, reading for the first time a lot of uh, Silver Age X Men. Like, holy cow, the footnotes are just like <laughs> really fast and furious. Yeah. I mean. I, I, I've read research papers that are, uh, <laughs> fewer y- yeah, exactly. Fewer citations <laughs> than Stan Lee uh, throws into his comics. Um, 
but you, the continuity. It, it, this is one of the things that's great about Marvel is mm-hmm. like like all of this all of this stuff is real, right? And if something happens, then it'll it'll still have happened twenty years from now, right? Right. It'll yeah. But uh, the way that Claremont uses it, and a lo- loads of others as well, mm-hmm. in the Bronze Age, is that uh, you know the history is not required to enjoy it. If like me at this time, like you're, you're picking this comic right, up for the first time, right. or you, you know, picking this comic right, up, right? For the first except time. that I remember that we saw him in the dream. Good for you. Yeah. Well done, man. Um, yeah. So on the cover of this one, yeah. Rogue appears. Yeah. As one for the first time. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, and the um, yeah. The little left hand, yeah, upper yeah, yeah. corner yeah. thing. Up left corner. Yep. I noticed right? that, yeah and, yeah, and so so I guess in this in this issue she actually becomes, you know, actually an X Man, men, person, <laughs> an X person, woman, um, right? Because like when she when she went to kiss Wolverine the first time, you know, she was definitely trying to be a baddie. I don't know about that. You don't think so? You're so here's sure. and actually that or was she just moved by his like uh, her suit manliness. <laughs> that that moment is it, it, like those three panels. Um, this is one where we get into kind of adolescent Brian and <laughs> reading yeah. all this stuff. Like like I was over the moon about that. Like oh, it's on. Um, <laughs> and so it's re- it's impossible for me to read that as an adult, right? Um, and understand what that means narratively or for the character. Um. So in, in, you know, my brain cannot recalibrate right, right. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. like, you know, 12-year-old me thought was happening. 12-year-old me thought, like, she's, like, like she's horny, <laughs> is what I thought. Now, she's now grown-up grown yeah. me knows that this is not a letter to Penthouse. This, you know, however, <laughs> however much we depart from reality, that's not what Claremont had in mind. Right. So... I got no clue, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I felt like she had to be trying to get sort of gain the upper hand. Yeah, there, even though she very sort of in, in, innocently in her kind of Paula Deen things, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't mean any harm. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you, you I went don't into know who a, that was. Yeah, <laughs> you, you went into like 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 Blanche Dubois for a minute there. That was that was great. Well, um, I declare. <laughs> If only one of these gentlemen would give me some iced tea, I'm parched. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, but he believes her, and uh, but yeah. I don't know. I, I I had to think that, you know, she was in that scene. She was still like, I'm gonna fuck these people up a little bit. But then later, yeah, when he does, the, you know, gives her his healing factor powers, right. whatever. Um, you know, I guess that's when I think that maybe she really becomes, you know. An X-Man, but maybe not. I mean, maybe maybe I'm in for a sad surprise. I'm not going to ask because I'm going to be shamed for <laughs> for asking what happens next with Rogue. We did. <laughs> you, 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 you've, you've, you've kind of given me, a, you've backed me to a corner there. <laughs> no, uh, no shame. Go ahead and ask. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. No, don't tell me. That's fine. Um, when you said like, like she officially becomes someone uh, in the X-Men, um, my take on that is is you, you can read it a, a few ways. Um, Professor X has said she's one of the X-Men. Right. Right. So like, it, okay, that then it's official. It's right. canon. At the same time, Professor X is a dick. And <laughs> he is a actually, dick. when you go back to the Silver Age comics, there are a couple of instances where he says, uh, 
like the mimic is a villain that you're, I think, unlikely ever to see. Yeah. Um, anyway, but he says like, "Oh, the mimic is now on the X Men." What? We don't want him. He sucks. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I'm Professor X, and I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I haven't missed um, him actually. I have not missed any yeah, of seeing yeah, yeah. him. Yeah. So Professor X said that she's an X Men, um, and really, it's it's kind of up to the team. It's like, well, okay, easy for you to say. Uh, mm-hmm. We got to work with this, bro. Right. Right. Um, and then I get into the thing of it's when he was like, like in that moment she becomes an X Men. It just reminds me of you know the past four years of just idiocy and 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 Mishigas in <laughs> 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 the presidency because in that it, in yesterday's moment uh, Richard Burr became a, a real boy. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> uh, or gosh, what was it? Um, I can't remember what what Trump thing. There was like some, you know, of the many many low points. There was at one point, uh, right? So like, like, and that was the moment when Trump came president, because uh, <laughs> like, they would do that every now and yeah. again when he would just show some flash of uh, not even competence, yeah, but just <laughs> like humanity. Yeah, yeah like, like like he didn't foam at the mouth and <laughs> to, you know, try to kick somebody's dog. Um, <laughs> and, and so you'd you'd hear people like, you know, I, I remember it was whatever the first um, State of the Union speech um, is, because it's not technically called the State of the Union. Um, he gave a speech that was not embarrassing. <laughs> and so once some CNN, you know, I think in that moment, Trump became president. He became president when he was sworn in. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, he's doing a bang up job. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what you're almost trying to say in that moment is like, that was the moment when he became almost like a credible president. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. It, being president doesn't mean that you're any good. I mean, just ask James Buchanan or uh, you know Warren Harding or any number of other kind of not successful presidencies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, where are we going with this? Rogue. Rogue. So supplemental, un- unrelated, actually, question. Cool. The, the dead guy, is he the arbitrator? Yes. Okay. So- Pretty sure I, I get a little... Uh, I, Ugly American here. I get a little bit lost in the names. Yeah, I <laughs> but briefly yeah. considered going back to like check the names, and yeah. then and then yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I fell asleep or something happened, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, then it was time for coffee or I got right, distracted right. by something. Yeah, but but yeah, he was, and so the the arbitrator was not the arbitrator. The, the arbitrator, arbitrator was killed, and the person who appeared there was not the arbitrator. Not the arbitrator, but that's a different person from the person. There's like two baddies in play right now there's the person who's pretending to be the arbitrator yeah and then there's the guy with the weird clothes who talked to mariko or are they the same person i don't know gosh gosh I, oof, boy could be the same person Eesh, could be okay. the same person let's talk about so what's funny is that i wrote down on page four yeah when uh, Storm and, and Yukio are like leaving the thing and they go to the house and the guy's like, no, no, you can't stay here. Yeah. I had written down, did she get a haircut? Because earlier in Ooh, the thing, Storm? Storm, yeah. because earlier in the thing, she had her regular, like yeah. in last, I did look that up in last week's issue. She yeah. had her regular, like long flowy hair, but now it's kind of like, sh- almost like short dreadlocky. But then it became irrelevant because then she really got a haircut several pages yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. You know what's weird is on that page, as I was looking at it, like the the drawing of the faces almost doesn't look. It almost looks like John Romita Jr. I don't think it is. I don't know who that is. He's an artist, and and he's going to be picking up picking up from uh, Paul Smith in just a few issues. Yeah, um, a storm definitely looks different than yeah. she normally does. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't think so, but um, it, it looks a little bit like uh, like John Romita Jr. I don't think it is, but I was also struck by her hair looking weird. Yeah. 
So let's talk about her, like, transformation and then also sort of, um, you know, notably, I guess, Kitty's reaction yeah. to it. Yeah, fire away. Um, I mean, I don't have prepared comments. <laughs> well, we can just make them up. <laughs> We can think out loud. Um, what, what was uh, maybe maybe I'll phrase it like this? Would you rather talk about uh, Araro's um, change in appearance or Kitty's reaction? Which, well, let's which talk one about her change in appearance first, because I think it, yeah. that yeah, that's what is like. As you were reading your recap, you had said that <clears throat> that you know she sort of uh, I guess has decided to like embrace the uh, you know yeah the the dark side. You know, not, or not the dark side, but sort of, you know, she yeah. in the earlier issues, she had always spent a lot of time, right. you know, feeling uh, sort of conflicted between right. her powers and kind of doing the right thing right. and using her powers for good and not hurting anyone. And then, you know, at that point, it sort of seemed like she was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> like, So in very easy to understand Dungeons and Dragons terms. Sure. She's changing alignment from lawful good to chaotic good. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair. Yeah. See? <laughs> it's easy to understand. Yeah. Oh, it's funny to talk about who, like, in our lives is the various... Oh, the alignments? Uh, yeah, yeah. Of, of um, people in our lives. Really? What are you? You're, like, neutral good, maybe. I'm chaotic good, clearly. <laughs> is, it, is that clear? Okay. What am I? I'm, I'm neutral good? Or, or, I don't know. Famous people are a little bit easier, because uh, uh, just, like... An easy one. Uh, so, like, like Trump is chaotic evil. Mitch McConnell is lawful evil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yes, anyway, yes, Aurora has changed from lawful good to chaotic good. Exactly. Which involves yeah. buying some bondage gear. <laughs> and It's not really bondage gear. Whatever, getting know, a mohawk. Not that I, I know everything about that scene, but I think <laughs> it, it's a little bit reductive to say that it's bondage it gear. Is, it yeah. is reductive, I'm sorry. Yeah. To, the, that, no, it, to the bondage people. In our well, yeah, yeah and, and to um, like Malcolm McLaren and, and the Sex Pistols. And, yes. Yeah, like that. Um, yeah, it, it, punk, it, it, Punk-like gear. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah punk, which was... Um, you know, a style that I think at that time was out of date enough that pop culture started representing it. This is how you can tell, like, when, when movements are, 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 you know, have faded. Um, if it shows up in a movie or a comic book, mm -hmm. then it, you're like two, three years out of date. Uh, <laughs> I think Star Trek Four came out maybe in 1984. Mm -hmm. And there's the scene of them on the bus and there's like some dude with a mohawk uh, playing punk rock or something <laughs> like that. And then like a couple of years later, Woody Allen has like some punk rock band and Hannah and her sisters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's what like, like, like punk peaked in like, like color, you know, 77. Right. Right. That's something like that. That's really entered the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, there's, I don't know. I guess I thought maybe I had more to say about that. She, changes her hair yeah uh scott sort of questions her and she's like uh fuck off deal with it <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. Well, me. please with my <laughs> exactly. hair but um you know kitty gets really upset about it in just one yeah. panel but it was uh you know i was annoyed by that as well my reaction was not quite like kitty's but when i saw that uh, I had probably the reaction that they wanted some readers to have now or when you were a child when i was a kid okay now i'm i'm just you know Another yeah, day at the do, office, you um, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, but at that time, I was like, "What? What's going? What? <laughs> what in the name of what?" <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, I, 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 I wasn't down with that because mm. um, 
uh, even the punk's moment had already passed. Um, you, you still had people who, who would dress like that and, 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 and so on. Um, oh God, I remember there was like this dude in high school that I hung out with, uh, more than I would care to think about. Right. It's like, because uh, anyway, um, the calculus there is, you know, like, like I'm on, a, I'm on the margins, he's on the margins, but right. like, he's approaching it differently. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm wearing clothes that look pretty similar to what I'm wearing right now. Right. Like, I, <laughs> I couldn't, even if I wanted to go to the effort of matching, you know, my clothes with my, my, my kind of inner whatever, uh, I just, no, I just, I just can't. That's just not how I do it. And I was always kind of bothered by that because there was a superficiality to it. And also like, I'm going to be really in your face. Yeah. It's like the easiest, it's it's like the easiest way to be an individual is to dress weirdly. You know, it takes actually very little. Right. Um, effort right. sometimes. At least that's what I thought in high school. That's what I still think, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. See, it's, it, I'm looking at it from a... Because I, I don't really look at it from the perspective of, like, she's dressed up as a cultural movement. So much right. as, like, she's just changed her look and she wants something different. Yeah. I mean, I make a joke about bondage gear or whatever else, but right, it's like... Right. It's more she's just like, new look, new person, new philosophy. Yeah. Fuck all y'all. And reading it now in 2021, it doesn't necessarily scan as she was trying to send a specific image by specifically choosing this kind of specific punk look. And, and as it may have to you as well. No, 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 no. And, and I think that, that, that jives with, um, you, you know, how, I'm trying to think here. It, it, it's not that I was uh, upset that she had, had changed her look. Well, no. I learned how to speak English yesterday. That was the best part of that movie yesterday, by the way. I hate English. <laughs> the part where Chan says, I hate English. Yeah. The outtakes. Um, so, I disagree with what you said in some fashion that I can't articulate, okay. but it doesn't matter. Um, reading this again, um, this is in contrast to Rogue almost kissing Wolverine. This is very easy for me to parse uh, mm-hmm. because... Um, I know that it's coming, so I, I can see, like, 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 I see the breadcrumbs as they're happening, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, like six issues back. Right. When Araro is, like, she's stressed and she's just like, she's stressed out, man. Yeah, she's been stressed out for a long time. <laughs> right. And so, like, like now this, this jives. It's like, yeah, man. I, she's like, I've had enough. Um, I'm wrestling with my identity, who I am, what I want. Um, you know, my control over stuff is slipping, so you know, t- turn off your mind, relax, and float downstream. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and I, I dig it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I'm sure as an adult. Yeah, days I want to shave a fucking mohawk into my head. I mean, I'll do that for you. I know you will. If you want. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it passes because, you You'll know. You'll have I've, to I've use a cat filter else, yeah. for your next, uh, your next Zoom meeting. <laughs> Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Kitty's reaction. Yeah. Kitty's, I mean, you know, I guess like all children that think that their parents somehow, um, you know, she thinks sort of uh, of her as a, almost as a parent and, yeah. uh, you know, children who think like all children who feel like their parents kind of belong to them right? Uh, and, and their parents' decisions sort of belong to them. Uh, she feels affronted by something that is like actually not anything to do really with her and that she could choose yep. to look at as just, you know, like getting a new haircut when you dump your boyfriend, just in 
fresh look mm-hmm. new thing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. nothing to do with the person that she is nothing right. to do with her whatever yeah i just want to turn the page on something yeah. that you're not really a part of right right yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know she reacts like in an appropriately i think childlike manner yeah which she is a child that whole dynamic uh felt feels very authentic to me and uh one of the reasons why i like this period of the x-men um okay we've had like a really uh, brilliantly illustrated fight scene and you know see me underbelly of crime and we get all of these (laughs) uh, elements of the genre but then we close it off with different stakes where uh the last few pages are all about uh emotional implosion for for, for, for a few of the characters and like that is just as gripping to me yeah more i mean in some ways for me more so yeah right because it's something you can relate to i mean i've we can't really relate to (laughs) some of the other stuff right but but this yeah yeah now i'm regretting the taco bell Uh Uh (laughs) uh-oh Maybe in a different sort of way. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's a, yeah, it's repeating on you. Belchy, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, so now I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that, I don't think they ever are going to get married. <laughs> that makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is sad. I think that, you know. As it happens, uh, as, as you know, I was looking at our, our wedding pictures uh, this morning. Yeah. So, you know, part of the ongoing 20-year project <laughs> of um, uh, organizing our digital yeah. photo collection. <laughs> our um, children are going to inherit like 150,000 yeah, <laughs> disorganized yeah. digital photos. We're going to have some photo books uh, one of these days. <laughs> very, very soon we're going to have some photo we've books. Come, we've come full circle um, on the digital photos, by the way. Yeah, but it, it was that just happened to be, that was the, you know, the random folder that I opened up and I was monkeying around with it and I was like, oh, oh what really nice oh what a, what a great day that was and look how pretty we are and and, and then I, I, I was looking through this I was like yeah that wedding uh that was a bummer <laughs> yeah that's not gonna uh, it's, it's a shame logan uh, that's uh yeah that's yeah a... i mean unless they're you know getting married again at the the beginning of the next issue which i think probably not you know comics are not nice to their their people sometimes especially if you're daredevil yeah. if you're matt murdoch we're going to kick your teeth in yeah. and probably murder your girlfriend. Yeah, get you some new teeth. <laughs> right. I'm going to kick those right. in. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think, I don't think that they're ever going to get married and, uh, and I'm sad about that. And I'm curious what, what Aurora kind of does with her new, uh, her newfound, uh, giving no fucks, uh, persona. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and spoil this. You didn't really even ask, but I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> that, yeah, that, that carries on. Uh, and, uh, we've got a lot more Aurora uh, mm-hmm. for like the next, you know, 12, 24 issues. Yeah, well, I'm excited about uh, that because I like her. She's my favorite. Uh, mine too. She's my favorite character and uh, period. Briefly, so I watched two episodes of the X-Men cartoon. Oh, X-Men, yeah, I meant to ask you about yeah, that. X-Men yeah, X-Men Evolution, which is on Disney+. Plus. I don't know when this came out. It was like 2000 maybe. I think you said 2000 yesterday. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Like, like, I don't know. Whatever. I was not aware of it when it came out. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a TV, man. Yeah, okay, <laughs> great, great, great. I had a TV, and you know, heaven knows I watched it loads. But um, so I, I don't like the uh, way that Aurora was depicted in the first animated series mm-hmm. in like 93, 94, something like that. So I was, I was keen to see what happened with her on this one. Because, uh, you know, 99, Halle Berry's take on, on, on Storm is you know, that one. Tepid, that was, yep. um, yeah. Yeah, tepid. Um, she's barely in the first episode, but at one point... 
so like Charles Xavier, he has a Rolls Royce, and you've already seen the Rolls before, does, but yeah. um, he was going someplace, <laughs> and like Araro is driving, and they shouldn't really say much. Like, this is like like a real driving Miss Daisy kind of a thing, <laughs> and I'm like, please tell me that. Yeah, it's not going to be. That, yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> this is problematic. Uh, I mean, she she does um, she does a little bit more than that. Do we know how Xavier got so rich? By the way. I don't know. I'm just curious yeah, if it, you know, yeah. it's like a hedge fund manager and you know, <laughs> issue number four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do we we got? We got about five minutes left. Uh, five ten minutes left. Uh, but how do, was it other than that? The show. It was all right. I like the animation style. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a little more contemporary, a little more fluid. Um, you know, the backgrounds are a little more polished. Hmm. Um, the one in the early nineties, like I, it, it, it kind of, kind of shows its age a little bit. Yeah. I loved it when it first came out. I was, I was in college. It was a great thing. Like Saturday morning, we would, you know, set an alarm so that we could be awake by eleven a.m. <laughs> it was on. <laughs> it was just kind of. I kinda, never kinda, did that in college, man. Oh man. I, I mean, I go back it, to college. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And, and we just like sit around, kind of nursing our hangovers and eating alphabets or some shit, and <laughs> just. Yeah, good times. Um, go back to college and be like that one old person that lives in the dorm. Ooh, no. Ooh. <laughs> we had ooh. a guy. We had like, really? Well, yeah, he had. He had. I mean, he wasn't that. He wasn't as old as he was I. He's probably am. like twenty eight. No, like, you yeah. know, like I think he might have been on the other side of thirty, possibly. Okay. Oh, he had like been in the military. Yeah, yeah. And then had gone back to college. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm sure that he, maybe he was a perfectly pleasant guy. I, mean, I don't know. He's probably fine. Yeah. Weird to live in the like my roommate's thirty. <laughs> like yeah, that is that is really strange. Yeah, that would be weird. Like that would be I'm, a good sitcom about me going back to college. Huh. Living in the dorms. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody's sort of a, you know, annoying Jewish <laughs> den mother. Yeah, maybe it wouldn't uh, be a good no, sitcom. No, no, no. <laughs> so, so, sounds a little tropey. Um, like, what was that? Was the TV show uh, the Tina Fey executive produced um, uh, the news the thing where the mom? I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, the mom goes to I work. Think it's, at like, the... it's called Newsroom or something. Or, no, I thought something. Newsroom was the other show about the news. What's that? Play... What's that one called? Uh, news on television. With Jeff I think Daniels. It was, <laughs> the Jeff Daniels one was like news on television. It was um, not called news on television. It was, it was called cable news. Cable news <laughs> it night. It was not called cable. But cable it's called news newsroom. Uh, whatever. Well, the one the one with Tina Fey is called uh, the room where the news happens okay. or something like that. <laughs> anyway, it was okay. Yeah, I don't need to see more of it. No, uh, but I love I, Tina Fey, but. Yeah, I do too, but but that, that might not be her best work. Yeah. I actually thought Tina Fey was going to be in it when we started watching. I, I think it. she, I think she does show up uh, at some point, but we're not going to get to that point. How does that connect to the sitcom that's never going to be made about me going back to college and living in the dorms? The the uh, the trope of uh, hilarious so the, old Jewish person. So the trope of <laughs> the middle aged Jewish uh, person. I mean, like I, I can already see it, 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 it and it's just it, it's just, just kind of cringy. Yeah, no, um, fair. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't be Jewish in the sitcom. Or maybe you'd be Jewish, but like that's not a defining characteristic for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe okay, well, it's the just, sitcom is never going to be maybe, made. Maybe maybe <laughs> it is just kind of a grace note for the character, and that, um, that's fine. You know, definitely, I mean, you know, like there could be a couple of episodes where where it deals with that. But it's like, like it's cold outside. Wear your gloves, and <laughs> it just yeah. We don't we don't need no we don't we don't need more of that. Happy Valentine's uh, Day, listeners. Happy Valentine's Day. I was just noticing that next week's issue is called Romances. So if we oh, move yeah, this, it is, it is uh, Valentine's entire Day. project up. 
one week, we would be reading romances this week. Okay. Yeah, but instead, well, this week, we were reading about a... Look, I did the best I could. ...failed <laughs> wedding, and uh, we don't do anything Socially for, awkward weddings. ...for Valentine's Day. No, that's not true. I mean, you know, we had all, all of the all of the gifts we and things that... We had none, of, that, none um, of the gifts. Uh, we made each other breakfast in bed. We did not do that. It was it, it was a surprise to each of us, no. which was... I don't know how we managed it. <laughs> So I was I went down to the kitchen like it was None spotless it looked untouched and so like I made you breakfast and then right. I I washed did everything not, up and then did not happen and then uh, I'm not even sure logistically I can't remember how it happened but we <laughs> gave each other have, yeah, yeah, breakfast must, in bed for each of us you must have hidden it in the dining room yeah. I think that's what it was yeah and so uh, it was like like some weird gift of the magi thing it was like yeah. You made breakfast, but I made breakfast in bed for none you. Of, none of this happened. Brian made me coffee like he does every morning. And true, I did make you coffee. You know, I cleaned out the cat litter yeah. romantically, like I do every morning. Romantically? I don't know, whatever. You didn't have to do it efficiently, efficiently, and, uh, yeah, uh, in a way that meant that I didn't have to clean out the cat litter. We were we're, we're kind of out of time. I thought we were going to talk about. I, I was I was thinking that we were going oh. to talk about Joss Whedon. Oh, let's leave that for next week. Okay, cool. Then, well, I'll close off by saying, because I teased it uh, in the recap, is, you know, the, the cover for this. I said about which oh, yeah, more yeah, later. Yeah. Actually, two final things. Um, one is the cover that is that does become a very, very popular image. And uh, comic stores would have, like, large yeah, right. kind of, like, cutouts of that for uh, promotions. The two of them running, right? That was the... Yeah, exactly. Um so that is a pretty iconic uh, image. The other thing too is um, I'm, I'm going to get a, some of the details wrong, but uh, Aurora in a mohawk. That was one. Um, oh gosh, I, I, need, I need to go grab the um, um, uh, the book, but um, it w- it was meant almost like as a throwaway thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Louise Simonson, um, they're talking about Aurora, and, and so Louise Simonson, who's maybe editing this, she is an editor at Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, says like yeah you know we we need to, to we're gonna we're gonna make some changes to the character and and, and I think are they she as a joke said oh, just give her a mohawk or, right. <laughs> or Paul Smith like got a lot of notes about about differences and he's like fuck it, I'm just gonna draw her a mohawk <laughs> one or the other and right. I don't recall which it was but um it was it was meant it was meant to be something rather the mohawk was something that was a kind of a kind of a throwaway mm-hmm. but it wound up being like wait. Say that again, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and so she has the mohawk. Um, you again, you're not asking, but yeah. here, I am telling you what's going to oh, happen yeah. next. She has the mohawk for a good long while. Yeah, I had actually at some point somewhere read something about yeah. her at some point having a mohawk. So I yeah. knew that at some point in the future, between yep. you know when I started reading and like now, she yeah. gets a mohawk. Yep. yep. So there you have it. Um, closing closing thought. Uh, next, we're, we're going to forget to talk about Joss Whedon because uh, I don't think that he's going to remain in the news cycle. That's fine. He's probably gotten, um, <laughs> Joss Whedon, I'm sure yeah. Joss Whedon is listening to this I'm podcast. Sure is, like, yeah. I can't catch a break. All right. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's two. shitting on me. Yeah. <laughs> now I got these two knuckleheads in North Carolina <laughs> giving me attitude. Look, you try to write a bit. You try to you know, redefine yeah. the horror genre. <laughs> And then create the motherfucking <laughs> Avengers. Okay? Um, You're still doing Jewish sitcoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we haven't even done that. Yeah, all, we all we've done, all that we've established on this episode is that uh, uh, if we are going to have a, a sitcom about you, uh, we're, we're not going to do like like hacky, um, you know, hacky Jewish we're stereotypes. Not. We're not. 
uh, it, it would be like me, like uh, me going. I mean, I went to college. I don't even know. Whatever. <laughs> me at college, and it's like uh, he's from Kentucky, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Is like okay, which is to say that I'm from a place. Right. <laughs> You know, maybe maybe there's more depth to me than, <laughs> and certainly there's way more depth to you than uh, than some of those trips. Although you, I don't know if you Close, do it on purpose or but like, closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. <laughs> you 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 are really over the top about making sure that people uh, are dressed warmly. I like to make sure that everyone is warm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You 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 do you do absolutely conform to that stereotype. <laughs> Um, whatever yeah yeah okay all right thanks for listening thanks see ya Make sure you wear a jacket <laughs> it's cold outside wear a hat thank you for listening to the x-men files we are available on spotify itunes stitcher and google podcasts if you listen please rate us if you want to drop us a note you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com you can also check out our website our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.